Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Sharon Bonner. Our talk will be called Donuts in the Lunchroom. Sharon, <laughs> welcome to our show today. Thank you very much. Are you hungry for donuts? <laughs> I am. I love donuts. <laughs> oh, dear. So talk to us about that. What does that mean? Uh, well, it started uh, somewhat of a joke about nine, ten months ago with a colleague who's also an event producer. And I said to her, these virtual events that we're producing are so um, non-engaging and boring and we're losing attendee concentration and focus so I think we should write a book about how to keep your attendees engaged during virtual events. And she said, yeah, you know, when we used to produce live events, we could just bring a box of Tim Horton's donuts, <laughs> put them on the lunchroom and send out an email. Hey, everybody, there's donuts in the lunchroom. And I said, oh, I love that name. That'll be a catchy name for the book. And she said, really? I said, yeah, it's perfect. So uh, we wrote the book and we kept going back and forth with the title. And finally, I said, let's go for it. It's a catchy name. People will remember it. And now, actually, we've uh, created a bit of a movement around that in the sense that we're, we're forming a space within the event community where people can come together and talk about the pros and the cons of their virtual event, what worked, what didn't work, share uh, tips, platforms, all sorts of ideas, almost like, um, like a community. So what started as a like a flippant comment ended up being something pretty remarkable today. <laughs> no, that's awesome, Sharon. And as I was singing your praise prior to the podcast, I want our listeners to know, first of all, Tim Hortons, for those we have listeners in 92 countries, Tim Hortons is a donut shop in Canada. Great <laughs> yeah. brand for our listeners that don't know, but you should actually go to Canada, especially the British Columbia, because it's literally the, the, their tagline is, is, what is it? Is it the beautiful British Columbia, I believe, right? Yes, it is. And it is. <laughs> it really, it really is one of my favorite cities in the world. So I want our listeners to really know how amazing you are because you really are producing events. When you hear, when you see a concert with a, a Katy Perry or uh, Aerosmith, that's a rock star. But in the event space, in the business space, the keynote speaker is the rock star. And you, Sharon, you get to literally produce all these crazy, amazing events. So, what would you want to tell our listeners who are primarily executives and entrepreneurs why they should have events? Sometimes they're like, oh, we don't want to spend the money, or do we really need one? What do you tell? executives, why and how events are so important, whether virtual or in person? Well, um, by nature, people love to gather. And I feel that everybody working remotely from home, there's a lot of isolation and disconnect happening. So I think having events, be it virtual, hybrid, or live events, are critical as the human connection is very important. People love to stay connected, inspired, sharing ideas. So um, my voice is hold that event, even if you're doubting it, hold something short, snappy, something engaging, but ha not having an event is a big fail, in my opinion. And that's not just because I'm an event producer. <laughs> I just feel that if you don't stay connected with your, your remote team, your audience, your association members, uh, that, that's a really not the way to do business. You need to stay connected. Absolutely. And again, as, as I mentioned to you, Shannon, I'm a keynote speaker. I've been doing this for 20 years. And so it's one of the most exciting things because you really get to connect and, and hopefully inspire people around you. So in your bio, you talked about how you, you love creating memorable and meticulously 
execute events. Are there specific yes. examples of a memorable event that just by saying, hey, Sharon, tell me one memorable event and you just have this bright, bold smile. Can you share with us an event that you, you and you don't have to mention names, obviously, because sometimes no. maybe your clients are confidential, but what is an event that you were just so proud of? Wow, it was an event two years ago, 2019, or 2018, pardon me. We took an empty train station and we book a, we built a gone with the wind staircase, curved staircase, and then we built a second floor in this train station that was really nothing special when it's empty. So when guests walked in, they were just wowed with this gone with the wind curved staircase up to a mezzanine. And uh, everybody in Vancouver talked about this event for months and months. And when it came time to disassemble the event, I didn't want to just throw the staircase away. So I tried to sell it for my client and then that <laughs> didn't work. I decided to give it away and I gave it away to a faith-based uh, charity up in Whistler. So the staircase lives on. <laughs> so happy to hear that. That's awesome. <laughs> and that really, event is my highlight of my life. And that's the thing, Sharon, you have the ability to create these events that are highlights because ultimately we spend so much time at work more so than sometimes with our families. So I just mm -hmm. want to stress to our listeners and viewers how, how important it is. And maybe Sharon and I are both biased because we're in the event industry, but I really do believe that we're all human beings and we connect better. So talk to us, let's say there's a, a speaker right now that's listening, an executive that's listening, and they want to reach out to you and say, Sharon, Mm -hmm. We really want to hire you. What are some of the first steps so they kind of understand what the process is of hiring someone as esteemed and as experienced as you? Oh, thanks for the question. Um, first of all, we offer a 30-minute, uh, no obligation, complimentary chat just to see what your event objectives are, what your goals are. And to me, it's more about what's the purpose of the event. Why are we doing this event? Does it fit, fit in with your marketing strategies? Is it is there certain benchmarks we'd like to reach? And then once we've kind of established that, then we, we start developing the rest of the program, be it the theme, be it the... Um, the engagement, uh, but my my uh, my favorite part of the event is meeting somebody new and saying, okay, why are we building this? What what magic what magic is going to happen, and why are we doing it? To me, that's critical. And many event producers skip by that, and they think about making the room look pretty or getting as many attendees as they can, but they really need to stop and think about number one, what are the goals and objectives, and what's the ROI? Those are important things to consider, in my opinion. Well, and, and that speaks to your experience, Sharon, because frankly, like I said, as, as, as a business owner myself and business people in general, they want to ROI. They want to know that, yes, it's, mm -hmm. it's great to bring people together, but you just saying that it just shows, again, your level of experience because at the end of the day, we're all, we're all business owners. We also want to help our businesses grow. So I, I love that. Now, mm -hmm. relative to stress. <laughs> yes. Events can be quite stressful. How do you deal with that? Because again, you've been doing this for quite some time any specific things that you do personally, because nothing ever ends up as planned. So right. what do you right. suggest for people? Because even if, again, they're not event producers like yourself, we all go through stress. But for you, the scale is much bigger and it takes so much larger. So how do you deal with that? Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, about eight, 10 years ago, 
I signed into a TCM clinic, which is a traditional Chinese medicine clinic. And every week I go for reflexology and I go for cupping and I do other things too. And I really take the stress out of my body every week because it's extremely stressful when you're managing 40 events and there can be up to 30 or 40 vendors on each event. So you could be managing 1200 different things at the same time. It's really overwhelming. But I found personally because I've been doing this for 32 years. If I take the stress out of my body on a weekly basis, um, I manage just fine. Really fun, actually. <laughs> I love that. And, <laughs> and Sharon, you said one thing earlier, and I, and I hope this for everyone, frankly, because a lot of people, unfortunately, let's say in the US, they do these Gallup polls and they find that 80%, 87% of people either don't like, dislike, or are disinterested in their job. And you mentioned how when, when you're in your career, you, you really feel like you, you found your calling, you found your loves. And I hope that for everyone, but unfortunately, again, eight out of nine people or 10 people yeah. don't have that. So what do you most love about your, your, your role in, in your current um, job and your in industry? Well, what I love the most, um, I guess I need to kind of answer that in, in two ways. What I loved about live events, because we can't do live events now due to the pandemic. Yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. Uh, what I loved about live events was, um, as I just mentioned a few moments ago, taking a blank space and, and creating an environment for the guests to have an experience. That's my number one favorite. And now what I what I think I'm most interested in as I'm uh, going into my consulting role and consulting for virtual events is people are frustrated, people are discouraged, companies don't know how to produce a successful virtual event. And I, I kind of had my aha moment about two months ago when a client asked me to help them plan a, a partner retreat for a bunch of attorneys. And I thought, it's just like a live event because we're looking to have a really amazing experience for our guests. And I guess that's my favorite part of virtual and slash hybrid events is don't forget the attendee experience and the engagement. To me, I, I love that in live events and I'm also loving that in virtual and hybrid events. Yeah. And one of the things about virtual, I mean, frankly, I, I have traveled all around the world and had this not happened, I did a, a virtual keynote to 800 African entrepreneurs. You had literally wow. farmers from Uganda to Rwanda. And if it was live, wow. I, I would have to fly to Nigeria and it was a mm -hmm. large ordeal. And then I did a another virtual keynote for Singapore at 11 o'clock you know, US time. But, but what I'm saying is for those listening, we're gonna come back bigger, stronger and better. And I was yes. speaking to one of my speaking agents in speaking bureaus in Australia. And I don't know if you know this, Sharon, but 78% of their events in Australia right now are in person. So that just gives you an indication that we are much further along than people might think. And this is coming from one of my bureaus that I work with in Australia. So that was, I, I was shocked. Fantastic. Frankly, 78%. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so encouraging, Christopher. Fantastic news. Yeah. Great. So I'm going to go in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and actually, you just brought up a really great point. Excuse me for interrupting, but I wanted to say to all the speakers listening to me, um, now we can, um, have um, access to speakers that we could never afford before because of the travel. And I just, as event producers, we're so excited about the fact that we now can have some amazing speakers at our virtual events. So any speaker that would love to get in touch with me, yourself included, please reach out because we are so excited about the options for our virtual events that uh, it's it makes me giddy because there's an amazing amount of speakers I, I couldn't access in the past. <laughs> Sharon, thank you so much. And please tell us what your book name is again. 
Donuts in the lunchroom. Awesome. <laughs> Sharon, thank you so much for being on our show today. Have a great day. All right. Thanks again for the opportunity, Christopher. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.